It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah, it's okay. What's up? This is Jeff. Welcome to Jeff's podcast. Today, I'm going to make two topics for this episode, and the first one that I'm going to post a topic is the PlayStation Bungie deal. Sony announced last January 31st in the US, or February 1st here in the Philippines, that the company is buying Bungie, where the game developer has sold 3.6 billion US dollars. For those who know about Bungie, it is an American video game developer who develops Destiny mid-series including The Fallen Lord and Soulbiter, and the Halo video game franchise which is an exclusive for the Xbox console where the game is published by Microsoft. Speaking of which, the live action series adaptation is coming to Paramount Plus in the US happening next month, that streams on March 24th, and the live action of Cortana have been revealed. The good news is, Jen Taylor reprised her role in the project since she played her role in the video game series. Gamers are stoked about the live action Cortana as seen in the trailer and the series episodes. This is interesting to watch to see the live action adaptation of the series featuring the Master Chief himself. And do you think that the live action will reveal the face of Master Chief? If the series gets a better rating and the storyline is improving, they'll have to go for the renewal in the upcoming future seasons. It really is very glowing than the hologram call from the Star Wars franchise. Back to the PlayStation Bungie deal, and Sony has announced that the company is buying Bungie for 3.6 billion US dollars after Microsoft announced the news that they acquired Activision Blizzard for 68.7 billion US dollars, which is the biggest deal to start a new year with a bet. Bungie CEO Pete Parsons writes independently to publish and create develop new games. He told that SIE or Sony Interactive Entertainment believes that game worlds are only the beginning of what their IPs can become. Together, they share a dream of creating and fostering iconic franchises that unite friends around the world, families across generations, and fans across multiple platforms and entertainment mediums. President and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment Jim Ryan said that Bungie will become a world-class expertise in multi-platform development and live game services will help to deliver and their vision of expanding PlayStation to hundreds of millions of gamers. Head of PlayStation Studios Herman Holst reiterated that Bungie's technical expertise, coupled with their track records of building highly engaged communities, make them a natural fit for collaborating with PlayStation Studios. Bungie produced Halo video games from 2001 to 2010, and Microsoft already heard the news about Sony's acquisition of Bungie. The game company is looking forward to seeing their bright future for the developers of Bungie. Microsoft has already bought Activision Blizzard last January 18th, or January 19th here in the Philippines for 70 billion US dollars, and they acquired video game franchise from Activision and Blizzard, as well as game developers. There will be a friendly competition to determine which company gets the last stand, and players are tempted to buy interesting video game series once the game released. Microsoft will continue to sell games not only for Xbox, but also for other consoles, and for Sony, after Bungie's acquisition, 
still the same as Microsoft. They will continue to sell games not only PlayStation but also other consoles as well. The game giant's war continues for these two companies including Sony and Microsoft. Come to think of it, what about Nintendo? Since Nintendo is taking over the Pokemon franchise and handled by the Pokemon Company International or TPCI. Our next topic for this episode is the Emerald Fleet Wapler Snafu. And last January 23rd of 2022, Wapler posted an article about PayPal Power, a guide to rising PayPal groups. And Emerald Fleet is not included on the list to be featured in the article. I know the main reason why Emerald Fleet is not included in the article. And some PayPal groups have already been featured in the article such as SB19, where the boys received international attention from the Billboard Hot Trending Charts, as well as BGYO and Alamat, because these three P-pop boy band groups received their craftsmanship and originality of the song. Unlike Emerald 48, it is because they receive a copycat version of the Japanese 48 songs. But not only copycat versions, but they also made translated versions which converted from Japanese to Filipino songs where some listeners are not interested on performing translated songs because they receive either a Monday Green tone. Come to think of it, the seventh single is just around the corner as the girls are heading out privately to practice and perform a music video. Possibly the music video is expected to release either by the second quarter or early second quarter of 2022 or the third quarter of 2022. On the other hand, SB19 solo unit members Pablo and Philippe are topping off the charts in the mixed countdown charts, while Emmanuel subunit Baby Blue, the unit has reached the top spot but the rain has cut short overtaking other rivals. Hashtag two-thirds you know. So I'm going to check out the article which is PayPal Power and I know SP19 is one of the most talented P-pop groups in the music industry. They dominated the awards, they received international attention from international artists, and they surpassed BTS's brother record in the hot trending songs where the recent single Basinga holds the record for 7 weeks as of January 29th of 2022. International artists who received feedback about the P-pop boy band group from the Philippines getting a shot at international fame and they did a great job of making the airwaves not only for Filipino fans, but also around the world. So I'm going to follow these P-pop groups that I rose to fame beginning with the main groups. The first is Mixon, and in the Mix Daily Top 10 recorded last February 3rd, the song leaves from 10 as a new entry recorded last February 1st, now moves 4 spots into the 6th spot, and I expect that these boys are going to show up their groups in the Mix Countdown charts. Bixon is a five-member boy group under Cornerstone Entertainment in collaboration with South Korean music producer Knockloud, which consists of C13, Franz, Vince, Patrick, and Sam. And next is First One, and the P-pop boy band group gets a breakout after winning the Seoul Music Awards in 2018. They told that they need to show their hard work, uniqueness, and craftsmanship among other P-pop groups, including main groups like SB19. The six-member boy band group is under First One Entertainment, which is a soul-based talent management company, and the group consists of Ace, Max, Alpha, Jay, Joker, and Jason. 
they have all undergone at least two years of training before they were officially launched as a group. Next on the list is the female groups, and the first one on the list is Litz. Litz is a five-member girl group from Viva Entertainment after they attempt to perform other P-pop groups such as P-pop Generation. Say, P-pop Generation hasn't been active for months, so Viva decided to regroup against other P-pop groups. Back to the topic, and Litz consists of Asteen, or Ashteen, Hart Ryan, Fatima, Bianca, and Yumi. They were individually handpicked by Mr. Big Del Rosario and trained by choreographer and artist Gersel Dapatsi. They performed the cover version of Natataranta, which is based on James Reed's song that came from the movie soundtrack Diary ng Pangit, which is based on the Wattpad novel by Have You Seen This Girl? And last is Kaya. Kaya is the sister group of award-winning P-pop boy band group SB19. They were first introduced in November 2021 with the agency saying that each member was chosen from a pool of auditioners. There will be five members of the group including Charlotte, Angela, Sophia, Alexa, and Charisse. They released their pre-debut single Kaya and produced by Hang Sin Tate and Lee Owon. They are expected to release their debut single after the departure of Joanna. So there you have it, whether if you are a P-pop boy band world class groups like SB19 and Alamat, or ABCBN P-pop groups such as MLFOLI, Beanie and BGYO, these P-pop groups are going to rise up and they'll join the ranks among other international artists who can stack it up. So it is time for P-pop groups to rise. And there you have it for this two topic episode and I'm looking forward to see what's in store in the upcoming future episodes. If you have comments or suggestions, let us know in the comments. Follow Jeff 11 Manchester on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to youtube.com slash Well that's about it for Jeff's podcast, this is Jeff, we'll see you in the next podcast.